heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Uh, Tim Yateman's on the line from racing.com with a bit of news. How are you, Tim? Very well, Maddie. How are you? I'm very well, mate. Uh, just had a chat to Grant Williams in the West. Gee, it's, it's almost touch and go, I think, for Ascot on Saturday. It's stinking hot. They're already pushing things back to uh, a 2 o'clock start and a 6 o'clock railway but, and hoping that the Fremantle doctor does its job. But I think it's still a little bit... Uh, if it goes slightly the other way, they might have to look at rescheduling Ascot. Yeah, it's quite incredible, really, when you have a look at the forecast. Barely dropping below 40 until Monday afternoon. So 38 is the forecast uh, for Saturday in Perth. And as such, as you said, the first race isn't set to jump at five past two Western time, which is, of course, past five o'clock in the east. So the last isn't scheduled to be run till 6.41 local time, which is, uh, you know, getting on 10 o'clock, Matty. So... Saturday night's got a, a different look to it this week. Trot's quaddy, Ascot quaddy, <laughs> Meadows quaddy. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But as that's going on, uh, the plane has touched down with uh, a, a, a nice array of Eastern State visitors over there. Yeah, and it's made it quite tricky because travelling horses at the best of times is difficult, let alone when they're sort of coming from, you know, mild temperatures in Victoria and thrust into 38, 40 degrees in the uh, the basking sun of Western Australia. Ayrton is one of those horses, and Mick Kent Jr. Uh, spoke yesterday about the, the difficulties of how you get a horse to adjust at such short notice. Obviously, he's not racing for a couple of weeks, but a horse like Forgot You is running this Saturday. In terms of Ayrton, he'll just be basically taking it pretty easy, heading down to the beach and basically trying to stay as cool as possible. But... Um, Ten or so horses from the east, Matty, that have headed over. We'll just run through them, obviously, yet. And Zaki, Tuvalu, and, and uh, Triple Missile for Lindsay Smith. Munamek for, uh, for our great mate Hutchie and Nick Ryan. Numerian as well for Annabelle Nation. Zumon, Overpass, of course, he's had such good success in Perth previously. Forgot You and Roots. Forgot You will line up in the railway this Saturday. Speaking to Daniel Moore, actually out at Cranbourne yesterday morning, Matty, he was quite confident that Perhaps Saturday will be more of a kickoff, but then in a couple of weeks later in the northerly over 1,800 metres, he can be a factor. So uh, buckets will be missing from Victorian form guides for two out of the next three or four Saturdays. So uh, best of luck to him and the team over there. It's, uh, it's going to be bloody warm for him. Yeah, yeah, and no, I look forward to catching up with uh, the great man Buckets over there. Uh, a um, Star Patrol, international plans? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dubai is the uh, is the go, according to Clinton McDonald. Now, there were some discussions a little bit earlier in the year that he could be targeted up at Hong Kong in the international races in a in a couple of weeks' time. Obviously, that didn't uh, that didn't come to fruition. And well, his run in the uh, in the Champions Sprint, I suppose, was you know on face value disappointing, finishing eleven lengths last, obviously behind Imperatriz. But uh, connections haven't been swayed from their plans to travel the horse and uh, he'll go over and contest the our cause sprint with which if you remember is the horse that the astrologist finished uh, a close second in earlier this year um down the straight over there in dubai so of course bufferings won the race in 2016 and Ortensia did in 2012 so there is some form in terms of local horses going over there and running really well interestingly as well we saw the astrologist go over there and uh, and run so well before heading on to Royal Ascot. Clint says that he's going to take the horse over 
and have a lead up run in uh, in March as well. So at the beginning of March and then press on to uh, to the big one on March 30, which is on World Cup night, um, which is going to be a, uh, a beautiful junket for whichever racing.com employee might be able to land themselves in that one. But I think there's a quite lucrative bonus, Maddie, if you can run really well in the lead up race and then place in the Alquaz sprint. So if you're going to go all that way, you may as well go a couple of weeks earlier and uh, try and have a crack at an extra couple of million. Well, I think I've worked out how the uh, dot-com junkets work. If, 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 if Jay Zafaris uh, gets COVID, then someone else can go. If he doesn't, then he goes. Is that, is that about yeah, how it works? Yeah, it, is a, it, it is a little bit like that. I did get to go to Hong Kong last year, so I can't complain too much. But I did just notice as well, Matty, that you just dropped that you're, uh, you're heading over west in there. So speaking of junkets, you've... Uh, You've landed a nice little one. No, it used to be a regular little trip for me, and then COVID got in the way. And, uh, you know, I've discovered the Swan Valley. I've discovered all sorts of little things. The more I go over, the more little secrets I discover. So, yeah, looking forward to that. I think Sharky, Felgate, Simon Miller will be over there. Uh, Buckets. It could get ugly. There's no doubt about that. It could get very ugly. Uh, Yeah. Budgy smugglers in 40-degree heat. It could be really, oh. really... Hey, just on Perth, um, I remember the years where Kingston Town and Sovereign Red would go over and we had a, a takeover target and Apache Cat, I think, in a winter bottom. Zaki's a, a real celebrity horse. It's, it's a good get for the West, Zaki, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And I think the plans initially were to send Zaki to Hong Kong. And speaking to a couple of the owners uh, a couple of weeks ago at Flemington, they pretty much had one foot on the flight to Hong Kong, so it was a late shuffle of plans to to put Perth on the radar. I think a horse at his age going to Hong Kong is a, uh, a much more uh, sort of arduous task than a, perhaps a younger horse going over. And speaking to Annabelle around the decision or hearing from Annabelle around the decision, Zaki was going to have to spend, I reckon, three or so weeks in Hong Kong by himself after the races. So... Although it was pretty tempting to go over and run in the HKIR, uh, they pulled the trigger and uh, and he's going to run in Perth and he's come up a uh, a pretty short price favourite for the race as well. So uh, yeah, terrific get for uh, for Perth Racing and um, yeah, no doubt all the connections will be uh, will be heading over there and uh, enjoying the warm sunshine of Perth. And the perfect late in career option, just lowering the bar slightly for Zaki. Nemerian's going to go over there as well. Hey, we'll talk about Jiggy Jig Jigsaw. Um, poor old Cindy's uh, a little bit crook, uh, so we couldn't get her down here today, but Jigsaw's uh, fit and firing. Just on the story that was in the age today, we've, we've spoken to Neil, uh, Neil Bainbridge down here about his uh, disappointment at the VRC pitching to take this date and run with it. They've pitched it to Racing Victoria. We're not quite sure where Racing Victoria sits with uh, uh, the application from the VRC at the moment. Uh, I'm sure you guys at .com will be following this up throughout the day as well. What was your response to, to that story in the age about the VRC wanting to uh, encroach further and, uh, and remove this state from Cranbourne? I'm not sure exactly where I sit on it, to be perfectly honest, Matty, but I was having a chat to, to Neil Bainbridge yesterday morning, which was obviously before this story came to light. And, and he, was, he was saying that they're really happy with where they are at the moment and they basically they don't want to get pushed any further back. So I can't imagine that the club down there would be, uh, would be overly happy. What they will be happy about is if they can get this merger in the, uh, in the super club through, Matty. There's a little bit of movement in that and no doubt Neil will have uh, put everybody across it already. But um, both clubs will present the proposal to their respective members in the coming weeks. And 
a new super club could be formalised by sort of February, March, early 2024. So, uh, so not that long away, and uh, that'll be massive for racing in the southeast of Victoria. Well, and when it does become a super club, and it represents 70% of the horses in the state and, and so many participants, it it's sort of hard to push and shove a super club around if you're a metro club when it comes to who wants what dates, and especially if you're developing a metro status. Uh, Metro reputation and then the wagering uh, encouragement that comes with that. I, I, I think Cranbourne Packenham is going to become the big show uh, in the future. So it will be interesting to see how that plays out. Hey, um, speaking of country racing, uh, huge uh, weekend for, for country for country cups. Wodonga and Kilmore alongside the, the Cranbourne Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Going to be massive, isn't it? And uh, there's nothing better than, than getting out to all of those country clubs. So... Uh give them strength, although the uh, the Metropolitan Arena is sort of out of the limelight in terms of Group 1 racing, I suppose. Uh, there's still plenty on offer, isn't there? And, um, yeah, I haven't haven't been able to get out to many of those country cups. Went to Ararat last year, had a horse run second beating a nose, so that wasn't an overly memorable occasion. But, um, yeah, it's really good, isn't it? And, obviously, good luck to the clubs holding their picnic meetings. I think it's Hillsville this weekend. Gee, the picnic clubs would be due for some luck, wouldn't they? They've... Uh, had a pretty uh, unlucky start to the year with conditions and whatnot. So uh, best of luck to everybody trying to get a meeting up this weekend, eh? Yeah, it is Hillsville this weekend. And we have discussed a fair bit on RSN in recent days that the circumstances around the scrapping of the yay meeting last Saturday, the, the club not happy. A uh, few jockeys that I know not happy as well that the, the, the line was put through it by, by the stewards on a track that most deemed to be in pretty good nick. So... Uh, Hillsville's uh, very sophisticated with its uh, technology, with track preparation and so on, and it's going to be absolutely massive uh, on Saturday. And I think they've got another meeting before Christmas. It's just huge up there at this time of year. Hey, um, good on you, Timmy. Are we um, are we wary of Christmas parties? Are we? Are you going to the Merge.com RSN Christmas party? Is the Pope Catholic? Matty, I'll be there with bells on. Uh, I hope to share a, a can or two with your good self. I think, what, 18th of December. So uh, a nice little run into Christmas, isn't it? The quick backup uh, into Christmas Day, the uh, six or so days later. So, um, yeah, I like it. The signature move at Christmas parties is for someone to get drunk enough to photocopy their bottom on a photocopying machine. Are you where, where do you sit in the market for that at the moment, do you think? Uh, I'd be a hundred to one drifting. Uh, yeah, I. Um, yeah, that won't be happening, buddy. All right, beautiful. Hey, Timmy, <laughs> thanks for coming on board, mate. It's been a, it's actually been a fun segment. <laughs> it has, and if you're down at Cranbourne as well, Matty, I don't know where you're broadcasting from, but I had a chance to, to sneak up and have a look at the new Ladbrokes deck down there yesterday. It is magnificent. You get a hundred or so people up there. They're trying to race to get it finished for. Saturday, Cranbourne Cup Day, it's sold out. It is going to be a magnificent spot to watch the races, not just this Saturday, but particularly on those Friday nights. It's a, uh, it's a cracking spot up there. Absolutely. The place is looking magnificent. And what I always notice driving down the South Kippy Freeway, uh, Highway, is when you see Silks on the left, which is where we are, and on the right, you've got that amazing 1,600-metre shoot at Cranbourne, which goes forever. It's one of the great straight runs in Victorian racing is the 1,600-metre shoot at Cranbourne as it heads to the home turn. So it's a, it's a terrific track, and they're going to have a great meeting on Saturday. And the barrier draw, the balls have turned up, the ping-pong balls. Uh, barrier draws are always interesting, aren't they? Because one out of every two ends up being a complete balls-up. So we'll see, we'll see what happens down here and hope it goes smoothly. Good on you, Timmy.